We're back. Cheers. Quick. On when? Oh, you know what? Hold on. I got mine. I just got it. I got my fancy French press. Okay. We'll wait. We'll just we'll just pause the stream. And then we'll just do a little bit of ASMR. A little bit. How about that? <laughs> yep. Do a little, right, here, little. Go. Start the pour. Shh. Uh, now we got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> you ruined it because you were like, you, go ahead dude, and pour. And it was ASMR. pouring. You ruined the ASMR when you yelled, shh. Oh, you it's my it. fault. Oh, yeah, it's my it fault. Yep. Not you talking over it. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we are. <laughs> we're back. Uh, we're we're back. Another we're episode. Back. Of we're back on Awesome Machine. We're back on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. This isn't a Thursday episode now. This is a Wednesday episode. <laughs> Correct. And for everyone who is just catching us for the very first time, or if you've seen us before and you don't remember our names, one, shame on you. Two, I'm Jason, and he is Zach. And together, we are Hustle Machine. Uh, we have a business together called Market House. We have uh, combined over 20 years of experience when it comes to marketing, web design, and entrepreneurship. And uh, we like to sit down and chit-chat with each other and talk about topics and uh, just have a good time. So uh, we also air this every Wednesday on purpose because our podcast drops every Wednesday morning. Each yep, new episode yep. drops every Wednesday morning. And so this is kind of like your insider, your inside track, um, the behind the scenes, I guess, a little bit of that topic. And so we'll expand upon that topic. We'll mention some things that we discussed uh, within the actual episode itself. Uh, we'll get uh, more in depth. We'll answer questions if anybody wants to ask questions while we're live here. So uh, today we are talking about getting started. Getting Just started. Getting started, right? Well, I think here it also says turning your dream into reality, which that is the case. I mean, when... We had uh, what kind of spurred this conversation, this topic, I should say, was that we had two separate conversations on the exact same day, which is kind of ironic. Um, what? 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 This is stop. It's more important. Chris wants to know what type of coffee you're drinking. Well, okay. Here's the problem. I'm a decaf person. Okay, I I'm a, I call myself a purist because I drink coffee for the excuse me, hold on, let me move this. I drink coffee for the flavor, not for the caffeine. Mostly because I used to drink coffee for a really long time, just drink regular coffee, and then one day I started getting shaky and like heart palpitations and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm switching to uh, I'm switching to decaf. Been there ever since. So I don't know what the the brand is or anything like that. I just know it's decaf. So, but hold on. The thing is, though, look at look how at can Garen. You be, don't, can you be a purist no. and drink decaf because I drink it for the coffee or for the flavor of the coffee. I don't drink yeah, coffee it, for caffeine, but I don't add anything to it as well. Hold I drink on a second. I'm, I'm, I got to Google. I had to Google on this drink. episode uh, for this podcast as well. Hold on a second. How is decaf? Okay, Garen's kind of drinking hot bean water. Hey, hey, okay. let me finish. Are you, are you defending let me, me finish, here, Kanye? Okay. Let me finish, Kanye. The most common methods of decaffeination 
include chemical solvents, usually Sweet. ethyl acetate or another type of word I can't pronounce. Uh, and the direct method, the coffee beans are steamed and then rinsed repeatedly with the chemical solvent to flush away the caffeine. How is that Sweet. pure? You're drinking pure chemical attacked. water, bud. I, I, I feel attacked and I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> this show's been brought to you by no one because I'm leaving. Um, okay, see you, buddy. Uh, I feel attacked. I feel I feel judged, and this is why I don't talk about which coffee I drink. We want caffeine. Okay, no, Karen, you do not want caffeinated Zach. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, caffeinated Zach jarring. is the same. Caffeinated Zach is the same as Monday morning Zach, and nobody wants to hang out with Zach on Monday morning. This guy starts Mondays as if. He is at the beginning of a road race and wants to make because a point. <laughs> He's right, though. He's right, though. Like Jason's right. Um, I, I do. I. The, here's the thing: when you love what you do, this is a good segue. When you love what you do, you wake up and you're like, "Let's go." I'm ready. I love Mondays. Here's why I love Mondays. Mondays is a new opportunity to do something great that week. I have a whole week. I have a whole work week where I'm like, I've got this new horizon. You know, and you get to the end of Friday. Like, I like Fridays too, like every day. But when you get to the end of the week, you're like, I'm okay. I'm tired. <laughs> I've seized the carp and. Carpe diem. And I, car I seize I that carp on Thursday. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go, I, I go into the weekend. And I'm like, I accomplished a lot this week. I feel great about what I did this week. And then I rest. And, well, sort of. I sort of rest. Like, I, we we have all kinds of plans on the weekends, and I work out a lot on the weekends. So all of that, like, but I like Mondays, man. I love it. Like, it's a it's a new horizon. It's a new week. I can now conquer more this this next week. And when you love it's a what new you chance, do, it's a new chance to alienate everyone who doesn't feel the same as way, same way as you. Yes. Well, <laughs> hey, you guys just alienated me about my stupid coffee. Like, I don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear it. Anyway, so um, okay, so we're seven minutes in. Should we actually talk about today's topic, or are we going to keep talking about? Well, I was segueing. I'll talk about random things. You, oh, you were. You were. It was like a roundabout segment. I'm segueing. So we're talking about getting started, and what does that look like? So oftentimes, well, let's go back to the where we were before we got derailed about coffee and heart palpitations. Um, but I had a conversation with a uh, a friend of mine, and they were talking about all these different things that they were doing and uh, some courses they wanted to put together, and then. Uh, as we were talking, one of the comments that this person made was, I just don't feel confident. I'm like, but the things you've already accomplished to like, let's go back and just let's have the, let's rewind the conversation we just had. Right. And all the stuff that you just told me that you did. And you're saying you don't have confidence that that's mind boggling to me because what you've accomplished is incredible. So yeah, you can, this next step is going to take you out of your comfort zone, but you just got to start. And they were like, yeah. I, but where do I start? Yeah. Just turn your, just turn your phone around. Actually, you have a nice camera, put your camera on the table 
and just record it. Just record you talking. She said, well, well, they were like, well, do I need to have a script? No, just start talking. And then eventually you can go back and play it through and then you'll go, okay, here's how I want to do this. Because oftentimes what happens is we get into this perfectionist mindset. I know I do. And, I, and what's funny is my wife listened to our podcast this morning. That's right. She listens to the podcast. And she said, it's so funny because she's uh, she's putting together homeschool curriculum and wanting to sell the homeschool curriculum and all this effort she puts into teaching our kids. She's like, why don't I monetize all this planning that I've done and all these things that I'm putting together why don't i just put it together and we've been talking about it for years and she told me this morning and she was like i just i it was like one of those things was just get started just just put something up there's a perfectionist mindset and then you get i think what did you call it in um the episode i'm trying to remember what you said you called it um oh analysis paralysis uh, analysis paralysis that that you get into that mo mode and then all of a sudden you don't you don't make any moves yeah and then it's like again i wake up in the mornings excited about the day to get like to to get rolling because i love what i do and there's so many people that get to mind and they go oh back to the grindstone Blah. you know and it's like do something about it do something mm -hmm. about it. Just get started. And yeah. that's kind of what the whole episode <coughs> stemmed from. In a conversation, you had something similar, if you want to share that. Yeah. Well, let me preface it by saying that, you know, when... So this episode is all about trying to hype you up a little bit, get you excited to think about the things that bring you joy and turning those into, like, a career. Like, what does it take we did a couple like exercises and thought exercises and things like that of like, what can you do to get started? Like, what can you do to get over that hump to get started? So, um, you know, for, I want to make the, I want to make the caveat, I guess that, you know, for some people you can literally be frozen <laughs> by like anxiety or whatever. Like you can be frozen by, um, uh, the thought of having to, to start, uh, yeah. So there's no, there's no shame. There's no judgment. Uh, and maybe this episode is not for you. Like you might not be moved to action when you physically just can't be moved into action. It's just gotta, something's just gotta click inside and then you have to step forward. But for all else, this episode is all about trying to get you past that final hump where you were before you're thinking, you know, I really love this thing. It's a hobby of mine, or it's a, it's a skill that I have, or it's a passion that I have. It's, you know, I have these things that I love and I want to turn them into a career. And a lot of people will sit at right before the starting line. They'll have the sure. tools to get there. They'll have the passion. They'll have the drive. They'll have the need to like turn that joy into reality, but they just sit there. Um, and I had the, I, I had the conversation the same day you did, um, about what's funny is I started. think we were both on the, I think we were both on the call, like different calls. Correct. And you asked yeah. if I was done and I said, yeah. And then we hopped on a call and then I started sharing with my conversation. You go, that's so weird. I had the exact same similar conversation yeah. and like, well, let's record yeah. a podcast right now on this because it's, it's a reality. Right. 
and, and, and in my case, uh, when we were talking, it was about, you know, not feeling like, well, it was just a lot of things. It was, it was mainly based around like imposter syndrome. It's like, I'm not a business yeah. person. I don't know what the heck I'm doing. I don't know where to start, you know, newsflash. None of us know what we're doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and one of the things I said is the, the phrase fake it till you make it right. Mm-hmm. So like it's a cliche now, but like it's a, it, the reason it's popular is because it's true. Right. So like when we started, like I didn't go to business school. I didn't take any business classes. You didn't go to business school. You didn't take any business classes because I was in the same curriculum as you actually. No, we did. There was a couple that we took, but not, not no, but not lot. like not like a business like two, education. I think two program. classes, right? Right. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's not like we went to business school or anything, you know. So, but we both freelanced on our own. We both just dove in and tried to figure out how to do it, and uh, we both built up big careers working nine to five at other companies. And we decided, you know what, we can combine this, and we can combine this, and we can work together as well. And we can just do right. it. And uh, yep. we sat inside of that mode where we just didn't like, when did we start? What do we got to do? So like we did the first step and that was to incorporate and we freelanced and we did all that stuff. And we operated that way for like five, six years. And then we finally were like, you know what? If we're really going to live this dream, if we want to live our joy, if we want to actually you know, turn this dream we have into a reality, we need to, we need to step forward. We need to jump and we just need to get started. And, you know, we had a lot of conversations with our spouses and with, with each other and mentors I resigned yeah. from my nine to five and I just got started. I picked a place. I set up shop here in my uh, home office and I just started working. I started working on our client stuff. I started working on my own side hustle stuff and just started building it. And then, uh, what, within a month you were like, I'm here too. And, uh, we were just off to the races. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. And we just, we just got started. Time. So, and I think one of the other things that, um, uh, that we, that we pulled out from that conversation was, um, the fact that you are not an entrepreneur until you are right. You, you are not the thing you want to be until you make it a reality. Right. So like you can sit in the fear and the um, anxiety and the unknown. um, But until you make that final step, it's still going to just be like a dream. And we want you to live your dream. Like, like we want, we want the community that is an entrepreneur that has a side hustle. We want this community to, to be fulfilled, to be happy, to live your joy. Yeah, because I mean, we even said at the beginning, I say that it's this life is short. So if you're going to go after something, most of the time people aren't going to do it for you. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. You know, we, we joke about the angel investor uh, that we always talk about from like, three years in we're like if somebody would just be an angel investor we don't have to pay them back they just say we're going to support you for two years a year or two and mm-hmm. we're, we're just going to support your bills are going to be cared taken care of just so you can get it going we always joke about that but that's that's if somebody would just leave us that, a big sack of money no strings that, i mean it, i'm not saying that doesn't happen to some people I'm sure it does but the likelihood of that happening is very small so right 
if you're going to do something, it's you got to jump out and do it. And um, we say it all the time, like oftentimes you got to put yourself out of that comfort zone to see yourself flourish. And I remember Jason and I were sitting in a, in a a meeting at one point uh, and somebody wanted to hire Jason and I wanted us to dissolve market house and wanted to hire us. And we said, if man, if we j- if we were in this full, this is before we were full time. So if we were in this full time, do you remember this conversation? Yeah, Jason. Yes. Uh, I remember you saying, if we were in this full time, we would we would crush it. We we had no I we have no doubts that we'd be able to do it. And they were like, well, let me buy you out. Let let's let me go ahead and just you guys come work for me. And we wrestled with it. I remember yeah. getting in the car. And I was talking to my wife and she said, how was the meeting? And I said, well, this person wants to buy us out and like wants us to dissolve. And she's like, mm. and she just was quiet. And uh, she goes, well, what do you want to do? I said, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and it was another two or three years. It was another yeah. two or three years before we actually went full time. Yeah. But I'm so glad we didn't because the thing is, is I don't think we would have been happy. I think we would have looked back at that situation. And at the moment, I remember she that I'm not going to say who it was. I remember them asking us salaries and all that stuff. We told them what it would be. And they were like, well, I'm like, no, 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 no. You're asking us to leave our, what we're doing to do this. And you're wanting to buy us out from that. This is what it's going to cost you. Yeah. And they weren't willing to do that. So it kind of took it off the table where it was like, okay, well, this is where we want to be. So let's get there. Yeah. And we that I think that was when there was a there was a switch that flipped for me and you at that that mm-hmm. moment. It was like, OK, well, if this person is seeing the interest in us this much, there's value there. There's something that, yeah. they're, that they're seeing that we're not seeing. This is where we push harder. And that's where we leaned into a lot more things. And we we really ramped it up a lot. But if we didn't start in 2013 by signing the papers in the back of a Starbucks coffee shop, which, by the way, it said Carpe Diem on the little <laughs> thing. Like, we said it was a little tiny table, and it said it right there, and we took a picture of it. And so it w- if it wasn't for that moment, we wouldn't be where we're at today. And right. so, again, it goes back to the small, tiny steps. It wasn't – I remember when we made our first 500 bucks, we were like – I felt <clears> like <throat> high on a horse. I was like – this feels good, man. We are kings and this is our empire. <laughs> we may have... hold on. Hold on. Pause for ASMR. Okay. Again, you can't resist. You talked in the middle of it, man. No, I didn't. You said okay. <laughs> Pause for ASMR. I'm done, I said, okay. okay. I'm just messing with you. Uh let's go back for a second because Garen posted two things. I'm sorry, man. Gary uh, commented that uh, he's a teleprompter in the studio. Um, let's put that up there. Um, he uses it sometimes. However, it's amazing the quality difference when you speak from your heart opposed to lyrics on a screen. Mm-hmm. And you are 100%, 100% right. Uh, look, he said, love the sound of that hot bean water, whatever. Decaffeinated um, bean water. Don't hate Gary. Uh, chemical infused, uh, ethyl acetate infused bean water is more like it. Okay. Mm, how's that chemical Whatever. taste, bud? 
that coffee sandwich. Yeah, that that uh uh, uh the uh, caffeinated would have just sounded like rocks smacking the bottom of your cup. Uh, see ya. Okay, cool. Now that he's gone, <laughs> <laughs> I don't need caffeine. I've got it. Um. But I, let's go back because the conversation I had with, that started the whole conversation. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Garen's. Okay. Uh, so the teleprompter, you're right. Because it, I think, and this is where I told this person, I said, listen, you just got to, you just got to go for it. Uh, we're going to push him to caffeine with all. <laughs> you're right. Uh, it's going to be the death of me. I'm just going to quit drinking it all together. Uh, what I need to do is drink the the mud water. That's what I need. The mushroom mushroom coffee. Um, I don't know, man. So I have reservations though. about that. Anyway, continue. Uh, but yeah, when we have this conversation back and forth, and I said just get started, mm -hmm. they were just like, "Well, I don't have the right mic." I said, "Listen, you're gonna have a reason not to get started. There's always if you you if you find one, you're gonna find another one. If you find a solution to that answer, there's gonna be another one." And there's going to be another one and there's going to be another one. And it's just going to continue to happen over and over and over and over and over again to the point where, again, you don't do anything. And I think we actually had the conversation uh, that they were listing all these different things that they do. All of these things. Mud water has been blowing up. <laughs> actually, mine, too. Actually, I saw an ad this morning and she was she was putting honey in her because coffee. late to the game like, mud water was blowing up in my feed like six months ago oh well dude you're even later than that my friend because it was i remember two or three years ago oh did i say six ads. months i meant like two and a half three and a half years ago lies um but but she started listing all these things she's doing and i said those, those sound like fun um what's the one thing you're passionate about mm-hmm and then they sat back and there was like silence and I just waited because it's, you can keep, she, because the thing is, she said, well, they said, I like all of the things that I'm doing. I right. Said, That's great. No one's saying get rid of those things, but, but you have all of the hats sitting on your table Man, our feet is nothing but coffee. Um, <laughs> you have all of these hats on the yeah. table you like all of the hats mm -hmm. and you put each hat on. But if you had to pick one hat to wear every single day, which hat would it be? Yeah. Which hat would you put on? And that's the one you need to spend more time on. Yeah. Because all of these other things are fine. Cause I have a lot of things that I'm doing that I like Braves hat. <laughs> uh, no, Chris, we need a Georgia Bulldogs hat and we need to have you donning the apparel that was, mm -hmm. Last September, my friend, I believe it was <laughs> September 1st or 2nd when that game happened. And it's still, we, we're still here. It's May 11th, 2022. And there's still not, that bet has not got to fill it, man. We can do it. We can do it next. Uh, we can do it next Wednesday. Are you good with that, Jason? I'm good yeah. with that. Um, so, so I said, if you could put all, all those hats are fine. There's nothing wrong with the hats. I'm doing a lot of things that I love. Jason's doing a lot of things that he loves. But if you had to do one thing, what would it be? And when you have, when okay, you have my on the Hustle Machine show. 
for you. When we, when we have him on Hustle Machine, deal, deal. I like yeah, it. We're gonna be start be we're gonna start doing uh, interviews, uh, intermittent over the coming months. By the way, mm-hmm. yeah. So continue. If if you had to wear all those hats, which one would it be? And I said, listen, I I have a lot of aspirations. There there are some other things that I want to do, but I'm not there yet. But I'm yeah. I'm doing those. I'm doing things to get there. So those aren't wastes. But right now, what's your main passion? See how you can monetize it to the point where it can be hands off and it's running itself. And now you could go pivot to another passion you have mm-hmm. and you can get that one to where either it's, it's a flop and you can't make any money off of it. Or um, I'm just <laughs> come on and crash the show. All right, Garen. And then, um, then you, you may find out that you can't make money off of that passion and that's not, you can still do it. It's still gonna be a passion or you still can. Right. But if you want to, like, I love what I do. That's mm-hmm. why when Jason, you made that joke about Monday mornings, I'm right. Like gearing to go. Cause I love what I do. I love it. Yeah. It's what I, I, I have been dreaming about for years. We're going on almost 10 years now uh, as a, as a company to Next year will be 10 years. So we're on nine yeah. year nine. Um, and so I, I envisioned it. I even had, uh, I had, um, what is it called? Vision boards or no, no, uh, not mood boards, but I had, anyways, I created a Pinterest. Oh, I guess. Uh, I had like a Pinterest board of what our office could look like. I had like, yeah, all kinds of stuff that it was going to my head of like, when we have this, going on this is what i want it to look like this is the culture i want to create this is like all of these things were going through my head but i wasn't doing anything about it at that time and i remember not responding to to difficult clients because i was like i i didn't want to deal with it or it was i felt like it was in over my head now it's a regular occurrence that we feel like we're in over our head and stuff (laughs) but we come out on the other end yeah better and we've learned a lesson. So the next time that happens, it's like, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. And I think if that was the, that was what I was trying to communicate to this person was you're going to feel overwhelmed. You're going to feel inadequate. You're going to feel all of these things. And it's normal. Yeah. It's completely normal. Yeah. But push through those things because if you love it that much and you're passionate about that much, all those, that inadequacy, that uh, fear of being judged, that, fear of failing all of those things don't matter because when you get to the end of it you're you're walking in what you want to do you're doing what you like to do right okay well so the minor inconvenience or the minor uncomfortableness goes away pretty quickly once you're in it so we did an exercise on our show so we did an exercise and Those delts were good. Yeah. You good, man? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so we did an exercise on the show. And so stop. I want everybody to who's watching and listening right now to stop. Take a breath. Take a deep breath. Nice. Woosa. Woosa. Oxygenate that blood. Okay. So answer this question. If you're so if you're sitting on the edge of a big decision like a career change, 
taking a taking a passion, a joy, a hobby, a side hustle, and making it a full time thing, turning a dream into a reality. Answer this question: mm-hmm. What's the worst that could happen? Whew. So I play that in my head all the time, man. Yeah. So just think about it. Let's unpack it a bit. So. What's the worst that could happen if you gave yourself? So this is the what I did. This is this is the literally the thing that I did when I was sitting Same. here trying to figure out what I was going to do before I talked to my wife, before we, you know, before we even sat down and started having this conversation. I sat down and had a real gut check with myself and I said, "Okay, what's the worst that could happen?" Well, I could fail. That would be for me that would be the absolute worst. Like I would I would feel bad and that would be it. Okay, I failed. Okay. But I tried and I, and I got to do what I want to do for myself for at least a time. Okay. Well then let's, let's, let's go bigger. Like, okay, well, if I fail and I fail spectacularly, how long could I fail for three months, six months? Could I, can I make zero money for how long and still be okay? Okay. Now I have a number in my head. Okay. Well, that's how long I could fail and fail spectacularly. So I know what failure would look like. And I know that's the worst that could happen. And that's how long the worst that could happen. Right. So um, there you go. It's funny. Uh, I did the same. I did the same thing with this person as well. When I had the conversation with the exact same thing, what's the worst that could happen? You could go back to doing what you were doing before. Yeah. Go back to the drawing board. But here's the thing is like, and I want to do an episode on this is like, what, what, how are you defining your success? What's a failure? Yeah. You didn't make any money on it? Okay, well, get a part-time job that can help fund you a little yeah. bit to tide you over. If you're not making a, ho- a whole lot of money on what you're trying to do, just yeah. make ends meet until you are getting to where you want it to be, where it is running it full-time and you are operating in it. So don't yeah. just you have to define what your success is at that point. Is your success you know, making a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. That's if you made $80,000, it's mm-hmm. still a success. You still made $80,000. You know what I mean? Like right. if your success is having 10 employees working for your company and you only have five, it's still a success. If you only have five employees, that's great. Yeah. It's still so successful. It's you haven't hit that ultimate goal yet, but it's still successful. Right. right? Yeah. It's still great. Yeah. And even when something fails, like I remember, let's see, some of my biggest business failures turned out to be out being some of the biggest things that uh, happened for me. I agree. And that's where I was about to go because I remember freelancing and and I think I even share this in uh, the the, the podcast for today where I freelanced for a long time. I was had zero clue what I was doing. It was honestly was spur on because when I tried to find a job right out of college, everybody was asking for five year, five years experience everywhere I was looking. And I, f- I finally was like, okay, well, I'm getting tired of told that I needed more experience, more experience, more experience. And I was going to give it to me. I'm going to make my own experience. And that's what I did during, during a recession, 2008, 2009, which is the worst time to try to start a business. And I realized that because I make the joke that I had no idea what I was doing. No idea. And what was the thing I you remember, said? You saw the you saw the Facebook memory, and it was like meetings, 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 meetings. <laughs> no business, like, that guy is. does. 
that guy has no meetings at all. Like I was posting it to like make myself sound like I was busy so that I can get more business for somebody to go. Well, Zach is really busy. Let me see what he's doing. He must be doing really well. Let's, uh, you know, like not working on my portfolio, not working on my website. None of that. Like I had no idea what I was doing, but when I, I did have some wins, I did have some successes. And then when, I had a come to Jesus moment with my wife. She's like, you need to make more money. I was like, you're right. <laughs> Don't know what I'm you're doing do. here. I have noticed. I've noticed that we could use some more of that money. <laughs> I have noticed that we don't have food in the, the kitchen. So that's a problem. Um, so it was like that moment that when I started to apply for jobs, now I had the experience. Because I did it for a, a, enough time and I had enough that I could show in a portfolio. I could show like this. I was a graphic designer, so I had enough that I could go off of that I worked on and I did stuff for free for people so I could get some experience. Like there was all kinds of stuff that I did. And yeah. when I got my first job in, I was working in a print shop and it was because of the experience that I had. And I had the entrepreneur spirit that the person liked me in that regard compared to everybody else is that it showed yeah. drive. Yeah. That I couldn't find the five years, get the job out of college because I didn't have the five years experience. So I went and did it myself. And that led to my next high paying job. And then it led to my where I was um, graphic designer at a company and then worked my way up to marketing director of that company of a multimillion dollar company running, had a team and all these things happened because of the experience that I, I did right at college. Mm-hmm. So when I say define success, not not like what Chris said, your biggest failures oftentimes turn out to be your biggest successes down the road. And right. you learn from something and you grow in that and then you get further down the road. Yeah. So we, uh, we, we both to- talk about that in the episode. So you talk about you expand upon what you just talked about. I talk about mm-hmm. the, my failure initially in in developing a current yes. art. And it didn't take yep. off. And then I tried it again later. The time just happened to be right when I tried it again later. Um, and, and so, but the thing is, we would never be at where we were now, where we are now. Uh, we would never have experienced all that stuff in between. Well, I'm glad you corrected that. Had we not. Because you said we. Had, go ahead. I'm ruining it. I ruined it. really awkward <laughs> <laughs> we would never be where we are now do you want me to yes. continue do we never be yes. where we are now if had we not experienced the failures that we had that's what we're trying to say and if we had not just picked a place and gotten started uh, we would not have had any of those experiences and all those experiences add up to this moment now mm-hmm. um and for those of you who are watching um <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. Hey, I'm just gonna drop right off the call. Um, Zach, Zach, and I are, are friends. We're, I just we just screw around, so we're not actually. Yeah. Upset. Um, we're not. But um, I, I do want to throw a final exercise, and we we did this in the show as well before we close here, so you guys can. Again, if you want to go listen to the whole show, you can go over there and listen to the whole show. Just hustle-machine.com, or just search hustle machine wherever you listen to podcasts or uh, whatnot. But um, we give you a three-step thing to do. So step one is define your joy. So like, what are you passionate about? 
what is it that if you could wake up every day and do that thing, uh, what yes. would it be? Now, uh, hopefully that thing is actually like doing something constructive. Like your answer can't be like take a nap, like go back to sleep. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Go play it's video not, games. It's not. It's not sit on a beach somewhere making passive income. Those that's not that's not this exercise. This exercise no. is where do like where do I see myself finding joy if I could do a career if I could if I could you know pilot my own ship where would I go? What is that joy? Mm -hmm. uh, two is list out that and the exercise mm -hmm. we did earlier. What's the worst that could happen? So break it down yep. in three months. How can I, can I fail for, if it is uh failure as the worst thing that could happen, what would that be? Like, what's your timeline for mm -hmm. how long you could live in that moment of the worst thing that could happen? And then you'd be okay with that. And then you reach a tipping point while you're actually getting started. And you're like, okay, I've been in this six, six months. I've failed spectacularly. I have worked my best. I've worked my hardest. Maybe it's not the right time right now. I'll, I'll go get a, a career. I'll do that thing. And then maybe the timing will be right later. You never know, but yeah. at least you tried and you got started. So step one, list your joy. Step two, list out what's the worst that can happen. And step three, this was your great addition. It was start listing and detailing out the small things that you can do to get started. Because often it's those little tiny granular things that hang us up. So like, is it, uh, yep. is it do I need to get like incorporated in my LLC? Um, do I need to talk to like an accountant? Um, do like, do I need a website? That is often a thing that we experience a lot just because that's what we do, but we get people like, I gotta have this business and I don't, where am I going to sell my stuff? You know? So it's, um, it's what's your joy? What's the worst that can happen? And then detail those steps that you need to get started and mm -hmm. you get it out of your head, mm -hmm. you speak it into existence and then you're already started at that point. You've made a list. Yeah. That's the start. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, I've already done the legwork. I've detailed out what what I'm passionate about, what I want to do, the worst thing that could happen if I actually try and start doing this. And then I have my steps to get started. I mean, you literally yeah. are, you, you're way down the road already at that point. You start. Already. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You're already on the path. And, and, and to your point about the, the little things do get us hung up because we, we look at the end goal where we want to go. And we want to be there so bad, but we don't look at all the tiny little things that have to happen in order to right. get there. And we want to just, right. was that skip to the good part? And then you do the boop and then nothing happens. Um, I, did, I did the hand thing. <laughs> I did the hand thing. The, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I think, yeah, I think this was a good episode. I hope you guys enjoyed yeah. it. Uh, Jason and I are, we, we are cool. We're not mad at each other. Um, I don't feel bad that I drink chemical water. Um, I may have to now that I now that you've pointed that out, Jason. I may have to make some some adjustments because <laughs> I don't want to be drinking chemicals. Um, I should never have said that because I know you're just gonna sit with that all day and gonna be like, <laughs> <laughs> "What is?" Well, actually, here lately I've been not drinking as much coffee. Well, I forget about it. Like I even forgot about it on this call. I was like, "Oh crap, my coffee!" and. Yeah. I, used to never happen so maybe it maybe i take a break from it and just see what happens there you go so well um awesome so, so we are we are hustle machine 
Uh, you can That's listen right. to us wherever fine podcasts are consumed. We're also uh, we have our episodes at our um, on video on YouTube. Uh, you can check us out over at the winjack.com uh, community. Grab an account over there and uh, sign up for free, and you can get insider info on all the episodes on the uh, Winjack network. And uh, you can hit us up on uh, hustle-machine.com or go over to Google and join the community and start uh, enjoying the conversations that are happening. Or just there. connect with Jason on, Inst- on Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or all of that. LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn. Twitter, all those Not things. Not Twitter. I don't, I don't respond to Twitter. Just, just I will respond for Zach. Not you if go. you message him, but if you tag me, I'll respond and ask him a question. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye. Cast is brought to you by Winject Studios. We are an all-in-one educational platform for podcasters that revolutionizes how hosts leverage content to increase engagement with listeners, downloads, and income. We come together to focus on community, collaboration, and collective impact. For more information on how you can interact directly with our hosts, access exclusive live content with offers you can't get anywhere else from our official partners, join our purpose-driven community by visiting www.winject.com. If you're ready to build a career doing what you love, then we're ready to see you there.